2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: Now back to
4: 95.7 The Game.
3: Hour number four. John Dickinson and Kyle Madsen as we reach the afternoon portion of the program. 888 957 9570, as we're going to get you up until 1 o'clock today here. Davone and Shamari take you deeper on into the afternoon here on 957 the game, as they will be by at 1 o'clock and go all the way until 5. we got some phone calls to get to, Kyle. We will sneak in a little Giants conversation, I think, between now and the, and the top of the 1 o'clock hour. But we are talking a lot about uh, what Draymond Green had to say. What else is new? Uh, uh, the Old Man and the Three podcast. A couple of things. Truncated version. It. He didn't think they would have won the seventeen and eighteen titles without Durant, and uh, maybe throwing a little shade at Steph Curry. And Kyle, you had some thoughts before the top of the hour. Uh, you want to you want to re readdress it, or you want to get to the yeah, call? Here's
5: here's what here's. I figured out what I wanted to, how I wanted to say this. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put a rat on the table. I'm just gonna do it. Okay. Shout out, Guru. Um, Shout out, Guru. Steph Curry and Draymond Green have probably talked about this. I'm guessing if Steph Curry was in the room that night on that podcast, he would, on some level, agree with Draymond. Like I, I, I don't. I don't think that Draymond's saying this and Steph's hearing it and going, "What? How dare you?" I mean, Steph's a very confident player, and I think that if you asked him, like, hey, could you have won without Kevin Durant, he would, have, he would say yes because, like I said, I think they would have figured something out. They would have done something differently moving forward. They wouldn't have kept ramming themselves into that same wall over and over. But what Draymond said about Steph needing to get stronger and needing to figure out that he can get a bucket at any time and this and that, I'm guessing that Steph probably agrees with him at least on some level. I don't think it's blasphemous.
3: That's all. No, I, I, I think you're probably right on that. And, and Steph I think was in the
5: meeting to get KD.
3: You, no <laughs> doubt, and that's, and that is a as big a part of anything as we we joked earlier about James Harden having his meeting in the Hamptons today, coming up on the six year anniversary of the Warriors and their meeting in the Hamptons, uh, right around this time in, in 2016, but we'll find out what the next chapter is for for Harden in the next few days apparently but yeah i mean Steph's humility and and willingness to i mean in some ways take a back seat i mean i don't think he really took a back seat especially locally i mean it was it was one and one a but Steph knew that the perception nationally was going to be hey, this is Durant's team in a way, or Durant is the better player. I mean, we've we've had this conversation in the past. You know, locally, it was always Steph, obviously, is the homegrown player and the two-time MVP. It's Steph's team. Steph is the one in the Bay, but nationally, it was viewed as, no, this is Durant and LeBron, and, and, you know, we – I, we don't have to necessarily get into that, but I think, but Steph was aware of that narrative and had to accept in a manner that other superstar players probably wouldn't have that that was going to be the perception.
5: Yeah, and that's and I mean that's part of what makes Steph unique. Well, I don't need to wax poetic on to anybody listening to this station what what Steph has has done as a as a leader for for the Warriors, but that's that's the thing, and that's the reason that Kevin Durant went to Brooklyn. And won as many playoff series as the Warriors have won titles since he left. Like that, that's this is all kind of being shown. Like, is Durant like an incredible all-time scorer? Like, yes, I'm not trying to. I, I personally like Kevin Durant very much. I think Kevin Durant is great. I love watching him hoop. But this is this is has been and always will be Steph's team. And we're seeing the impact that he has, even on a guy like Kevin Durant the The Warriors need another shot Creator. That was the case a couple years ago, too. and Jordan Poole has become that guy for them. They needed another shot creator. They just happened to get the best shot creator in basketball to fill that role. And because they could. It, you 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 have this cap space and you have the opportunity to sign Kevin Durant like you do it. That's the goal of team building is to make the best team possible. They said, we need a shot creator here's the best one available, let's go get him. That's what happened.
3: And it worked. It absolutely did.
5: And to perfection. They won two,
3: two championships, could have been three, if not for maybe some injuries, probably would have been three if not for injuries, but it got the job done and then Durant left and there was obviously a lot of drama at the end and I think the lessons learned from that on the Warriors' end I think are, are prevalent now in them winning the fourth championship this year, which is, you know, they, they got the joy back. They got the harmony back. They, they got a little bit back of what they lost toward the end of of the Durant era. And then also, and, and look, I don't think they're necessarily vindictive about it. Maybe in a quiet moment, they they shouldn't be vindictive about it for one big reason, which is the fact that, that Durant helped them, helped them win this one because yes. he allowed for the sign-in trade. And you know, this is another one of those not for nothing kind of conversations. But again, it's, it's interesting to get into. There's a part of me that wonders, like if Durant did he allow for the sign and trade? And and look, this is really getting out there a little bit, but I'm gonna I'm Let's gonna go. go there. Let's go there. Did Durant okay the sign and trade because he truly was not wanting to be vindictive? Or, or angry, or like, I, I'm going to stick it to him, or did he just kind of, LOL, it doesn't matter. They, they can't do anything to where they're going to get back on top and, and win it again. I, mm-hmm. I really wonder about that. Because um, I'm the type of guy, I'll just say it, I'm the type of guy that if I was really pissed, I would have I would have said, nope, no sign and trade, you ain't winning another one ever again.
5: Right. Well, that's the thing is I don't think his issue was anything with the Warriors organization or anything. I think he genuinely likes Steph and Draymond and Clay and those guys. I I, I don't think so he's too smart of a player to to not at least think about that. And I think it was absolutely on his mind. And maybe he didn't do this saying, Hey, I hope this helps him win another title. But I do think he did it as like a you know what, I can do this two ways. I'm gonna do the way that's that's gonna, you know, help them out wherever it leads. That's that I I think that happened.
3: Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I I don't know the answer to it. I I kind of wonder, like if he if he really I I don't feel like he was that vindictive necessarily in the moment. I think some people maybe would have been, but you look at, at how it played out. And look, I don't want to I don't want to get carried away with you know. Hey, give give Durant credit for twenty two. I I just think that for, I don't feel Warrior fans should be looking at Durant as ha ha. Yeah, we we, we got. Like, maybe they would be looking at a Russell Westbrook or a James Harden or a Chris Paul. Uh, You you know, I I think it. Because for the simple fact that he did allow the sign and trade, which allowed him to get. I mean, they were stuck. They were stuck. Yeah. If they don't do the. And I I hated D'Angelo Russell, the fit with the Warriors. I loved (laughs) D'Angelo I loved D'Angelo Russell, the asset. And I remember, like, at the time. It, you, yes, absolutely do that deal if Durant will allow it because mm-hmm. it, it gives you somebody that you can turn into another player down the line who maybe can be a better fit. It was just their only means to have any semblance of a chance to keep it rolling.
5: I think a lot of the vitriol towards Kevin Durant come, has come from like just him. like just He's, he's kind of an odd dude. Yeah, and for sure and maybe that's just he's just not your cup of tea and i think that that's where some of the like his online persona Like people are just anti-durant tweeting and oh he's got always has something to say and i don't like that he does it if that like that's fine if you just don't like the person like sure like that's you're right but i i don't i don't think there's there's any reason given how and and I I should say it's not just on Twitter. He was he was a weird dude on in 2019. That 1819 season was weird, but I don't think there was vitriol with it. I don't think there was like anger toward the organization
3: with it. Let's get to some calls. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Gene in Oakland is up first here. We'll run through quite a few. We got a lot of people that want to talk. Gene, you're up next here. Ninety five seven. The game. Hey, Gene. Hey, fellas. Yeah, you know, I I agree with
6: Raymond. I don't think we do win those championships without uh without KD, uh, but for the reason that uh, you know, we did, we wouldn't have had Andrew Bogut. Uh and he keeps getting lost in all these discussions, which is kind of sad because you know, we didn't become even a playoff team until he started playing, even though we still we had Clay and we had uh, uh Steph, but um he was a key part of that, that team. Now, say uh he had, Stayed, he had stayed healthy uh, after that 2016 season, sure. I think we would have had a, a, a good shot at the uh, uh, 17 and 18 without KD. But he, but he didn't stay healthy. He got he, you know, he got traded to Dallas. Uh, from, we got Petruia, and he got injured early on, and that was pretty much the end of his career. So, um, and you know, listen, uh, 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 what's his name that <laughs> he that he replaced that Katie replaced. Uh, you know, I mean, Harrison Barnes. He, he's not KD. He, yeah, Eric, I'm sorry. I just had a, a senior moment there. Yeah, yeah, Harrison Barnes, I mean, you know, nice player, but he was never really a, a key, key component, as far as I could see. Um, anyways, so those are my thoughts. And, you know, in all this discussion, if I could say one more quick thing about, yeah, we should bring KD back and do all we can. I don't think the KD that we would get now would be anything like the KD we had then. He had a major injury, uh, you know, injury uh, that he's still recouping from. He's 34 years old, and he sure didn't look very good in that uh, Boston series in you know, those last two games. So, you know, uh, I wish him the best. I like the guy, uh, despite his, you know, his attitude at times. But uh, you know, no, I don't. Want, I don't want him to come back here.
3: Yeah, and, and that's a conversation. Thanks for the call, Gene. That that's a conversation, Kyle. We are not having. I know others did have that conversation, but I think that one that one's even that's a bridge pass. too far even for us. I mean, I think we we that's asked answered pass hard pass. That's well, where I'm at. And the Warriors, I think, learned With something about all due themselves. respect
5: to Kevin Durant as a basketball sure. player.
3: Pass. Well, and he didn't want to come back here either. Correct. If anything, if you believe the reporting, he he the final straw wanting to get out was the Warriors winning it again. So it's not, I do that. There is still a competitive like WTF component. I just don't think we know to what extent and, and in which, in which way specifically it manifests itself with Durant, but there, but there clearly is a component of those dudes want it again without me. Come on.
5: Yeah. I think, do you, do you think he requests a trade from Brooklyn if the Warriors don't win, like, do you think it had that kind of impact, or do you think he was always trying to get I, away from?
3: I think Brooklyn I think, and I think Kyrie. he was done with Kyrie, and mm, and I, I also think he he's just he's just miscalculated. I, I think he overthinks to a certain extent. I I, I think he mm. gets a little caught up in thinking he's too much of a, a mogul and a businessman, and and like he you know like he he likes to talk about how. You know, adjusted he is to all of all of that stuff and the business of the NBA and and all of these things that he wants to do, and that's that's all great. He, but he acts like there's all this depth there, and I think he wants there to be depth, but then he doesn't vet Kyrie. Right, like
5: he just looks like, and goes, "Kyrie's a hooper. I want to play with him."
3: Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's exactly the t- and so. And, and, oh, is there any potential for for Kyrie maybe not to hold up his end? Nah, he's a hooper. He loves ball. That's all that matters. But, like, that's a major – like, how – but that's where I think the defiance of Kevin Durant comes into play as well because I think he he has always been just initially defiant. Like, if somebody says, hey, Kevin, you might – you really not worried about Kyrie? He'd be like, nah, 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 nah. Like, immediately, that would almost make him more willing to be like, nah, I'm not worried about Kyrie at all.
5: Right. And <clears throat> and I, it's tough because you want to, like, we're talking basketball, but when you're talking team building, like, personalities matter. And fits in terms of, like, locker room culture. That, that stuff yeah. matters. I know you can't quantify it, but the way James Harden left there, the way James Harden left the Rockets... Um, the, the way Kyrie left Boston and now he's trying to get out of Brooklyn, like all of this stuff matters. Um, I know we try and pretend it doesn't when you're trying to keep it to strictly on the court, like how does this fit on the court? But I think you could have kind of seen coming if you kind of zoomed out like, Hey, this Kyrie KD thing may not end well, even though both guys are in and both guys want to do it. There's a chance this doesn't go great. And that's, uh, sticking real quick with the KD trade thing. Is whatever I, I'm having a hard time with this because you'd think theoretically, whatever team he goes to is going to very quickly become like the favorite in whatever conference he's in. But let's say it's the Suns because that's reported he wants to go to the Suns. But if you look at the deals, like if you look at the Rudy Gobert deal and what the Suns are going to have to give up, part of what makes the Suns great is their depth and their switchable defense, and they're a lot like the Warriors, just not as good. Um, if you're trading Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson and another rotation player and picks, and you're leaving yourself with 38 year old Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant, and then slop, that's just I don't feel great about that at all.
3: No, that's I it. I think they would have a shot, but it would be contingent on how they build the rest of it. Out and they would have a lot to do because yeah, Ayton and Bridges and Cam Johnson are all gone at that point, and it you you are literally building it now around Chris Paul and Booker and and Durant and and you know minimum minimum type players right Damian Lee
5: <laughs> oh yeah Damian Lee our <laughs> guy
3: Damian Lee would still be around
5: he's gonna get a ton of minutes for the Suns next year the contending Suns
3: let's uh, let's go to Priest Priest in Palo Alto oh, hey Priest. Man.
5: Hey, how you doing, guys?
3: Good. Uh, Good.
7: Th- thanks for taking my call. Listen to, I listened to that podcast with j Draymond was not talking about Steph, the difference between Steph and Kevin Durant. Specifically, he was talking about the team, their style of play, that not just any team was catching up with him, but specifically, he didn't name him, but he was talking about LeBron James. LeBron James has figured it out. And the, and it wasn't going to go forward the same way because there was a gap between that Steph and this Steph because that Steph could not fight his way through a physical defense like this Steph can. Mm-hmm. This Steph is com- it's not completely different, but he's a different cat. I think this Steph, I think Steph right now, Is the best player in the NBA? I really do. And also, when you look at Steph, Clay, Poole, Andrew Wiggins, that's foursome. And you could add in whomever you want, Draymond, whether it be Wiseman, especially uh, Kaminga, whoever the fifth guy is. Those four, I think, is a is a um, that's a dynamic. That, that that four, to me, is the best in the league. The league has to offer because of what Andrew Wiggins has become in the last month. This guy has changed dramatically into a guy who's wandering around to a guy who will take charge and break down a defense, go through a defense, and That's different than anybody that since uh, Durant and and with Poole added to it, man, I'm gonna tell you something. They have a real chance of repeating because of Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole.
3: Thanks for the call. Well said, Priest. I mean, Priest is always on point. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think you could make the case that. Poole and Wiggins leveling up maybe two levels. I know we talked about Poole earlier in the show, but Wiggins went from, yeah, he's just a guy to, oh, wow, he can really help to an all-star. Mm-hmm. And not only an all-star, but a 16-game playoff type major contributor. So
5: that's this has this is kind of off topic, but – I'm really interested to see, A, what Andrew Wiggins looks like in the regular season next year. Because, like you said, at least he is at least now proven he can be a 16-game, like, if you want to make the argument that he shouldn't have been an all-star when he was an all-star, like, okay, you can. But he was that level of player in the playoffs. He was absolutely an all-star caliber player in the 16 games that mattered the most. And that's great. I'm fascinated to see, A, what he looks like in the regular season, but B, what the reaction is if he does have that you know, two, three-week stretch where he's just kind of, you know I'm going to say the old Andrew Wiggins, where he just kind of floats through games and just kind of does his thing. Like, Is he yeah. just going to get a pass for that now, or is it going to be like, oh, yeah, the old Andrew Wiggins is back? Like I said, off topic. Just something no, that's popped a, into my that's
3: head. A great, that's a great question. At, at, that that is a great question. Like, is is Andrew Wiggins now a new player in the regular season next year, or is he basically the Andrew Wiggins where he's he's great for half of the year and kind of kind of lukewarm for the rest of the year? Yeah.
5: And then the jump, the jump just to get back to Priest point, the jump Jordan Poole takes between years three and four, because you mentioned the giant leap from one to two, and then another giant leap from two to three. There's, is there a world? This is probably going too far. But is there a world where Jordan Poole is is the best player on a finals team? Probably not. I didn't think I thought for sure no going into this year. I was like he'll never be he's he's Jordan Clarkson, but if he takes a different if he takes the same substantial leap that he took between 2 and 3, if he takes that equivalent leap between 3 and 4, I might feel different.
3: Yeah, I I mean I think I think a lot of people might feel different at that point. I mean that that's probably a little too far down the path, and and the Warriors don't necessarily need him to be that, right? Which is which I may stunt another, that growth. Which may stunt that growth a little bit. I also think that's part of why they they have to pay him now
5: mm-hmm. because I
3: don't. I think they want him to not one. I don't think they want him to be chasing that, but yep. two.
5: You
3: know, maybe they think he's not his own max level yet. Mm-hmm. but if he if he plays it out one more year and does make that jump then he would be right and the, and that that's all dollars that you're that you're costing yourself and the one thing we did learn in the last 48 hours is the warriors do have limits and they did take advantage of the market on Kevon Looney like they're not opposed to i mean you know this always you know the warriors at one point didn't didn't offer Draymond if you recall the full amount they could have and then and they kind of they didn't offer Clay initially the full amount. And I, you know, they didn't you know even Steph I think at one point didn't get the full max and it kind of got out and then it was like, "Oh, the full max, you know, the full max is kind of." So it's just the Warriors do like to play the game even even with their own a little bit. The Iguodala thing when it was like, "Oh, he's coming back." "Oh no, I'm signing with Sacramento." "Oh, I got to deal with Houston." Like he had to kind of make them earn it a little bit. And then they they did. But they they like playing that game with everybody, and I think Poole would be no exception. I think Wiggins would be no exception. Like I think the Warriors would use Wiggins' reputation around the league. Like to me, that's why you don't extend Wiggins now is because you you wait and see his rep- like I, to me, he's the kind of player that no matter what he does with the Warriors, it won't change his opinion league wide to where somebody else would give him that offer and you almost use that to be able to get him for a little bit less than you would have otherwise.
5: Like like teams are going to look and go, "Well, he's a product of Warriors culture. If he signs with us in Denver, he's not going to be
3: Yeah, for th- for 30 million a year I know for four I know it wouldn't be whatever.
5: Denver. I just I picked a random sure. team. In no, Portland, picked a random team. in Portland. In Portland does, yep. does 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 he go to the Blazers and is he still this Andrew Wiggins that helps get the Blazers over the top? I, I, I get that to an extent, but if he does that again, like if he's, if he's the, so he leveled up in the playoffs. If he continues that in the regular season and into the playoffs next year, and let's say the Dubs win it again or go to the finals again, whatever it is, and he's still their second best player, I think at that point, absolutely, a team is like, oh, he's the type of player that can, that can get us somewhere.
3: I think, I think the league would view him as, as differently than the Warriors would view him. Hmm. I think there would be more value. It's kind of like, in a way, it's kind of like Looney. I, I think, and, and look, Wiggins is a better player, different player, but I think the, it, it's Looney couldn't get more because other teams didn't value his contribution to them at the level that his contribution pays dividends for the Warriors. Yeah. The Warriors were able to use that to their advantage and basically kind of... Kind of, I don't like the term squeeze, but they kind of squeezed Looney a little bit because they could.
5: Yeah, yeah. They didn't just go, uh, my, who, who is it? Zubots got three and 33. They didn't just say, okay, here's our starting point.
3: You know, um, yeah, exactly. And he wh- couldn't do that because nobody else was offering three right, and 33. They
5: could have gone, great, go get it somewhere. that That's what I'm a little bit surprised by. And again, maybe this is me living in a Warriors bubble. I'm a little bit surprised that because if a team had just come over the top and been like, "Yeah, hey, Kavon, here's three and 35," he's taking that first of all. Yeah, th- he. I think he'd be gone, and the Warriors would be screwed at that point. I <laughs> mean, at that well, point, they, I'm. I'm a little bit not surprised, but I was a little bit worried that some team was going to do that. Just like, yeah, hey, Kevon Looney can at least contribute. It screws the Warriors and, and makes the West a little easier. So let's sign him.
3: I'm on record, Kyle, as being one of those that like, I, I think like, teams should do that. Like if like if yes. I were another team, I would pay more to just take him away. Like I would do the, the Portland Gary Payton deal. Like make it uncomfortable enough to where he's just not on their team anymore. And let's see how they figure it out. Like, let's see them without, let's see them have to go get, you know, Damian Jones or something. You know what I mean? Like,
5: (laughs) yeah, exactly.
3: Let's make him, let's make him do it. And, and, but yeah, teams, teams weren't, weren't, didn't think that the value for Looney was enough. I know we're up against it, but go ahead.
5: Uh, no, I was just going to say that's, it's kind of silly though, because come on. Looney's a good player. Yeah, he would. He, sure. he could help any team.
3: No, and and look, maybe Sacramento would have made him that kind of an offer if they didn't already have a bunch of centers on their roster, but it, or or another team would have done it. But yeah. the, it didn't exist, so the Warriors got him on a on a good deal, but I think a fair deal uh, for for the Warriors to to get Looney back 888-957-9570, More phone calls. Uh, we'll tie off this conversation. We'll also get in a little bit of some other league stuff, and we also got to talk a little bit of Giants. Another uninspiring loss for them, it's J.D. and Kyle on 95.7 The Game.
2: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites.
3: Final segment, John Dickinson and Kyle Madsen, as we're with you here until 1 o'clock. We'll give way to Devone and Shamari, who will get you on into the afternoon here on 95.7 The Game. 888-957-9570. Kyle, I know uh, you had a question and a text to get to. Let's get Paulie and Sean here before we do that, though, Uh, who who are patiently holding here through the break. We appreciate it. Uh, Paulie, you've been holding for a minute uh, here on 95.7 The Game. What's going on, Paulie? Hi, right, Thanks for taking my call. Um,
9: I listen a lot. I'm a Warriors fan for decades, a loyal one. Like I went through, like for me, the, before this team that I love so much, you know, the highlight was that sleepy Floyd quarter against the Lakers. Um, right. So I just wanted to say two things. Um, one is that I was listening to the station when they were talking about getting Joanne first, and one of the guys, there, said, "Well, you know, we're going to lose Harrison Barnes, but we're going to mess up the chemistry. The chemistry." And I remember calling. And I said, "It's Kevin Durant. If you can get Kevin Durant, you get him. And his skills might be diminished a little bit, but he's working out. He's going to come back with a vengeance. He's not going to come to us because he wants to prove he can get a ring without us. But if we could get him, sure, I'd get him. I think it's crazy not to." The other thing I wanted to say is that. Um, I'm trying to have some faith. Like, I don't think Defe- – De- I can't say his name. Dante DeVincinio is a good player. He's got terrible shooting numbers, you know. And we lost uh, we lost some really good like, – like, our dog people I am really bummed about losing Otto Porter. And I knew he was going to go. He's just too good to play for a low enough salary for us. He led the team in rebounding. In so many games, in like 12 to 13 minutes, he played defense, and he's a 40% from three guys. So I hope we got another move left in us. And I'm bummed that they got – I just had learned – I also was bummed that I'm Wiggins. And I never thought Jordan was going to lose anything. I, got, I learned to have some faith in the coaches and the system because we seem to take guys that are kind of – and do something special with them. So I'm choosing to have faith, y'all.
3: Th- thanks, Paulie. I, I think uh, I, I want to touch on the Dante Divincenzo part of it because I I, I will say this, I-, I I like the signing, and I know there were some indications that that he was starting to find it a little bit with the Kings. I don't feel like like he does have something to prove. Like I will say, I agree with Paulie in a sense. Like there were times to the eye test, and I know you you watch Sacramento a little bit too. He he was not great for them. And, and and I don't hold it against him that maybe he didn't want to be there, but there were times where he took some bad shots and was kind of erratic and he's a good defender and like all of the things I think he does well play better to the Warriors experience, but he's still gotta come in and prove it. it looks like he's a fit. He's still gotta come in and prove that he's a fit.
5: Yeah. Yeah, and I I, I yeah, I'm not penciling him in to be a uh 20 minutes in a game seven kind of guy. Uh, but you see in theory how the fit would work. And I think if if you're talking about Jeremy Lamb or Dante DiVincenzo, you'd rather uh, have Dante yeah. DiVincenzo.
3: No doubt. No doubt. And, and I do think they have another move in them, to, to Paulie's did. question about that. I yeah. do think they have another move in them. Uh, by the way, uh, Cody Martin, Cody Martin back with the – Charlotte Hornets. My Caleb four Martin years, Warriors dream is still alive. Four years, $32 million per Shams. So there you go. Cody Martin back to the Hornets. Good Sean in Fairfield. Yeah, good for him. Sean in Fairfield, you're next here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Sean.
10: Hey, man. How you guys doing? Thanks for taking my call.
3: Good. Good, man.
10: So I just want to touch on the uh, just the fact losing Gary Payton II and Otto Porter. And then also Juan Toscano Anderson. Those guys, they were like key key players coming off the bench for us. You know, like back in our, our 2015, 2016, 17, those championship runs, we had, you know, our, our bench. We had Sean Livingston coming off the bench. We had, you know, those guys like that. I just wanted to see, like, throw around ideas. Like losing Gary Payton and Otto Porter back then to me was kind of like if we lost, like a Sean Livingston back in the day or like a Leandro Barbosa, Someone like that, and me, personally, if we lose someone like that, I feel like we would still make the playoffs, yeah, but those like those nitty gritty n- days like nights when we're playing, like we need someone to come off the bench and provide a provide a spark, and I feel like that's what Gary Payton was, that's what Otto Porter was, and I feel like without a player like that, I feel like we need a uh, we wouldn't make it as far as we did. you know, some people might say, you're wrong, but I just that's my opinion. I feel like we need to go out and get someone at that cal- caliber. You know, Dante, I can't say his last name, but he was a good signing, but I just feel like it should be more. Uh, like the other guy said, like, we, we should get someone else. You know, I was throwing around the idea of maybe trading for, like, a guy like Tobias Harris, but I don't know how he would feel coming off the bench because he's been a starter for so long. But, like, if we get a guy to, like, that caliber, I feel like that would really make us, you know, a better team uh, and can take us to another another finals. What What are your guys' opinion on that?
3: Thanks for the call. You're not going to get anybody as accomplished as Tobias Harris. No he's also making a lot of money uh, unless you're giving up somebody that's that's making a lot of money. And I know Tobias Harris has actually been he's been well paid in his in his career, which is a, nuts. a couple of times. He's made so um, much
5: more money than his like production. And again, not t- begrudging t- t- him.
3: Yeah. Tobias Harris in this upcoming season. How much how much you think Tobias Harris makes next year? Um, I'm trying to remember
5: when he signed his
3: contract.: Well, I knew it was a lot, but I didn't realize it was this much. Is it like 25 million?: No, it's 37.6 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I thought it was like 25 oh, million. Boy. I, I'm yeah Tobias Harris is in year four, year four of a five-year 180 million dollar contract. <laughs>
5: we were talking earlier about guys that like you feel like you have to pay even though they're probably not going to from a production standpoint in getting you where you want to go as a team earn that that deal over the life of the deal that's one of them like My the sixers goodness. had to pay Tobias Harris but man he's just in in the modern nba he's pretty generic
3: yeah, and he's made a. I mean, he has made a lot of money. Would I you mean, rather he, have he,
5: to, Tobias Harris for five and one hundred and eighty or Otto Porter for two and twelve?
3: Well, yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, Otto, Otto Porter for two and twelve. No, no question. But Tobias Harris, the five year one hundred and eighty, he already had a four year sixty four. From Orlando in his career, so he he signed a four. So I mean, do the math on that. I mean, he's made two hundred. He's made two hundred fifty million. I mean, he's going to make at the end of this contract. He will have made two hundred fifty million. Good for
5: him, man. Shout out to Tobias Harris
3: in the league. So yeah, Tobias Harris is like making like Clay Thompson money. Like almost man, that's pretty crazy. That's That's pretty crazy. That's
5: super wild.
3: And like. $8 Eight million more than Andrew Wiggins just made, and I mean that's. You think about some deals, um, and the
5: Sixers. a hey, would the Sixers trade Tobias Harris for Andrew Wiggins straight across right now?
3: Uh yeah, I think they, they would. I absolutely, think they would. Absolutely would. Yeah, no, I I think they definitely would. Uh, 888-957-9570, nine five seven nine five seven zero. We've had a few other people hop on the lines here. I, w- I wanted to get to your your question though in a quick text as well. So let's let's do that here.
5: Yeah, I just wanted to make sure because I'm 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 a little bit sensitive about this. Uh, the four one five, um, and now I've, uh, I've lost the text here, but, oh, here it was, uh, come on. They will need to pay Wiggins and he deserves it. Like this is when we were talking about the, the Warriors valuing him differently than the rest of the league. Like, yeah, the Warriors are going to pay him. They may just not need to pay him as much as we think, because Wiggins may say, I want X and the Warriors say, we'll give you Y and Wiggins goes and explores the free agent market and realizes X isn't out there for him. I no think doubt. that's the point we were making. Not that he doesn't deserve a bag.
3: And and the part of this for the Warriors now is just the fact that they're trying to save any way they can. It's not that they're not going to pay large. I mean, Wiggins is going to make $33.6 million this year. Mm-hmm. Should he get a raise? <laughs> See, that's maybe the part a where you one. start... See, and that's fascinating me because a year ago nobody would have said that. Like, like to me, if it was like, would you sign Wiggins to a a three year, hundred million dollar extension? Yeah, is that about the right number? Like, because see, because the one thing I will not say, like, I do not think Wiggins should be getting like get his percentage raise or whatever. Like, and I and I'm all with they'll pay him or whatever, but like. There's no way you go into next year and you go, yeah, Wiggins is going to get three and three and 120 at 40 per. Like, yeah, the
5: Warriors aren't coming to we, the table with that. But I think I, I, I see this is, and we disagree on this. I think that contract would be out there for him if he does. If he this year does the, 30 million this a year? year. Yeah, 30 or 40.
3: 30 to 35, I mean, 30 to 35 million. I mean, I, I don't know. I think the I rest think of that's the league the, would look at him as like, they would like him to be a 25 to $30 million player. Like, I think that's, I, I know, and maybe we're, maybe it's semantics to a certain extent, but, but the notion that Andrew Wiggins, yes, an all-star for the first time, yes, a, a championship caliber player, like the notion that the league would think, Hey, Andrew Wiggins deserves a raise over his 33.6. Like, Uh, i don't know about that well okay i don't know about that
5: i mean yeah because he was he was on a contract that was deemed untradeable right like he was on this horrible deal because he wasn't living up to it and now he's probably yeah i i I think because six months ago but because of his value to golden state that's the thing is like if you're not paying Andrew wiggins okay now who are you bringing in
3: if, right. And well the Warriors would have no means to bring anybody in. Right. Because they would still be over the cap if right. he was gone.
5: Right. But yeah, that's that's why I think that he'll he'll get a little bit of a raise, I think. If if he continues the trajectory that he began this year.
3: Rich in Fremont. What's up, Rich? Love Rich.
4: Hey, what's up guys? Thanks for taking my call. You know, you guys were talking about kevin durant earlier and i know this is kind of switching the subject but i've always believed that when you look at the league you know you have certain types of players okay most of them the ones that are you know the cream you know they for the most part are you know can be very egotistic and narcissistic okay and i just feel kevin durant is one of those people i really do i think i think that when you look at the way he is, the way his manner is, the way he acts, you know, the way he left Golden State, which I still believe that was the worst decision he could have made, okay? Um, and we're seeing a fallout from it, you know? Look what's happening in Brooklyn. Now he's talking about he wants to be traded. After one year, you know, and I get Kyrie's, you know, a little strange at times and doesn't, you know, have that team uh, mentality, but I think he should have probably known that, you know, after what he saw, what he did in Boston. So I just think all in all, I think that he he's it's about him. It's always been about him, and he wanted that here, and he wasn't going to get it here, and that's the reason why he left. Thanks for taking my call, guys.
3: Good phone call, not wrong. Said it earlier. I don't think he vetted Kyrie, which is a, which is on him a hundred percent, and I've I've said that all week. Like I look, Durant can do whatever he wants in terms of trying to find happiness because I think part of that is. I think that's a big part of it. I think he's just a dude that's trying to find happiness. Like he just and and he keeps trying to do it different ways, and he can't find it. And now he's going to keep trying it, and and we'll see. Best of luck. Like he man. wasn't. He would Yeah. No. I exactly. Well, uh, but I I have come to, come down his road for the for the Kyrie component. Like that's on you, bro. Like if you choose to to marry that dude as a as a as a running mate on your franchise, then. That, like, A, hey, you reap what you sow.
5: Yeah, and and I think it's hit a point now where I think he came to Golden State seeking that kind of that, for lack of a better word, that, that love, that love from, from NBA fans and that recognition that he was the best player on the planet. Well, he might have gotten that recognition, but he didn't feel it the way he wanted to. But now, because of the way he left – he's kind of just turned a bunch of fans against him forever. Like, I just think there are people because he went to a 73 win team that are just out on Kevin Durant now. And so I think he's chasing something that's just never going to exist, but I don't want to psychoanalyze.
3: No, Kevin that's, anymore. that's quite possible. He's not on the Warriors, and So we don't have to do this. <laughs> it's no, it's, it's quite possible. Uh, Muhammad in San Jose next year. We're, we're not going to get to the giants today. Mohammed, that's all right. They lost I lost one. You, man, it was boring. Good
1: afternoon, James. I love your programs. Okay, check this out. As far as I'm concerned, uh, Clay, Draymond Green, and uh, Steph are three musketeers. You see what I'm saying? So, yep. Uh, the reason why they didn't want to get rid of uh, 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 Draymond Green is because uh, because they want to, they don't want to mess up the three musketeers. Number one, number two, as as far as I'm concerned, Draymond Green. I'm sorry, I love you, man, but you, he he has gone. Gary Pay- uh, Gary Payton too. Is a better version of uh, Draymond Green. You see what I'm saying? And the you might um, uh, destroy the three Musketeers. So what they ended up doing, getting rid of, getting Payton. Have a wonderful day.
3: Thanks for the call. I, 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 I'm just gonna leave that alone. You had a question. I had.
5: So I, I I'm glad he brought up Draymond Green because I had a question about Draymond Green.
3: Sure. When
5: we'll we're it. when we're looking forward, I'm just I, I'm just kind of thinking a few years into the future here. Does Draymond Green sign another NBA contract?
3: Uh, I'm doing a lot of contract digging today. I'm. How many years does he have left now? Two more?
5: Two. I think he has a player option next year, I believe. So he'll be a free agent I, after 2020. Does he
3: sign another contract? I think so. Yeah. I, I, okay. my, my initial okay, so conversation my- yeah, would be yes. And, yeah, he's got one more year after this year at player option 27.5
5: which is pretty reasonable. Um what are you paying Draymond?
3: It, uh, after see, after see, after the 2024 it, season. Let's see what it looks like 2 years from today.
5: Yeah. That's that's what I'm very interested to see. A does he sign another contract or does he hang it up and go be in, be part of the old media with TNT or um does he signed another deal. And are the Warriors paying, you know, 36 year old Draymond $30 million?
3: Well, he's also not necessarily going to get a raise. Like, at some point, I know it's hard to believe, and I'm not coming down your road when I say it this way, but I know it's hard for, like, just, like, at some point. Steph and Clay and Draymond are going to stop getting raises.
5: Well, right, and that's like, but that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Will Draymond signed a deal? Like is, is Clay going to make 45 million when this contract's up? <laughs> well, no. no, but that's 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 my that's my question. Is are the it, Draymond comes to the table for his contract and the Warriors say, Yeah, hey, we've got four and eighty here for you, or three and sixty for you, or whatever it is, maybe. I mean, let's it, see how it, it looks, and, yeah. let's see
3: how it looks in two years. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, it, and we don't know. He but. may be, he may, he may be broken down to a point, and and we don't know. But he may be, he may be kind of breaking down, and they they grind to two more championships, and 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 he is ready to hang him up. He may be still looking good and and feeling good, and and not the player that he is now. But 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 can contribute, and and at that point, if the young core is at a position where they can kind of keep it rolling, then maybe he would look at it as okay, now it's time for us to take less and be the and, and be the seasoning to to this, this new group, kind of the way the Spurs older guys took less as time went on to allow for other moves to be made to continue to, to be to be contenders. Can so I, can uh, I look,
5: Yeah. Can I tell you a secret real quick? Can we Go like where people can't hear us, and can I just tell you this? Um, <laughs> we can't I'm do that. Very, I'm very concerned when we talk this, Draymond, but the Warriors' core kind of in general. I'm very concerned that they just like did it this year, and finding that like drive and finding that chip on their shoulder, oh, yeah, is going to be really, really hard. Like, that's they are. What yeah. are you going to say now? Da 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 da. Yeah. Like no they're doubt. going on this victory tour this summer
3: the, that
5: I'm a little worried about the, next
3: the, year. The regular season next year is, is tough. I mean, it, it, it is. And they're going to, and, and again, I'm of the belief give them all their flowers, but you're not going to be the sixth. Like you can't turn into the Lakers where you're fighting to stay out of the mm-hmm. playing tournament and thinking you're going to win a championship. Yeah. Like we're, I'm not going down that. Like you need to be top four. In all likelihood. All right. uh, I want to get KT. I want to try and sneak in a couple. KT M squared and Austin. I'm gonna go. We're gonna go 30 seconds each, and we're getting them in.
5: Oh, rapid fire. Let's go.
3: KT, rapid fire, my man. How are you?
4: How you doing?
5: Good. I just wanted to say
4: that you know we're doing
3: a lot of second
4: gasses and all this, but in the last eight years we won four championships. And I think that we're doing a little too much guessing We just need to rely on uh, what Bob Myers has been doing for the last eight, eight years. I mean, those are the guys who know what they need and how they need it and how to fit pieces around other pieces. And, you know, that's what I'm counting on. So I'm not really concerned about GP3 and them getting their money. I can just say to them, that hey, thank you for your service, just like I would tell any veteran in the military. You did great. Absolutely. I really appreciate you. And we're just moving on.
3: Well said. Uh, yep. M Squared, you got 30 seconds.
1: Hey, guys, a um, couple, hey couple quick points. Uh, first off, Kyle, good call on Caleb Martin. I didn't realize he was a free agent. I would take him in a heartbeat. Same. Secondly, um, I, think, I think we still need a 4-5, somebody to take on some bigger guys, bigger scores like Anthony Davis. Um, third, I love the Dante DiVincenzo pick. Um, I think you guys are short-selling him just a little bit. He can do two-thirds of what GP did on D and a lot more offensively, and he's played with winners his whole career, college through the NBA. I think he's going to surprise a lot of guys if healthy. Final note, agreed with everything on KD. I love KD. We should not be mad at him for what he did for us and what he's still doing for us in the gifting of Wiggins and Kaminga. Give him a ring, but somewhere, Kyrie is either the greatest cult leader or has some very compromising pictures of KD, and that's keeping that relationship alive and ruining
5: his career. I, I heard Kyrie's Austin, in the Hellfire Club. That's Austin in
3: San Jose. Final call on the board. Sorry, Kyle. 30 seconds, Austin. Hey,
4: fellas. Yeah, how about uh, a couple names? Um, first of all, Dante, great pick. Um, I agree with the previous caller. Uh, how about a couple names? Uh, Montrez Harrell, um, Patrick Beverly, um, Cousins, and uh, how about Rodney Hood? All right. Talk to you guys
3: later. Appreciate it. I like Montrez Harrell. You do, you went thumbs down on Montrez Harrell. Yeah, yeah I, guess, I
5: guess he's fine. Like, if they sign Montrezl Harrell, it'd be fine.
3: I think they're going to go for a big that can shoot it. Montrezl Harrell doesn't really shoot it from the outside. That's where the thumbs down. Great great stuff, Kyle. We're we're overdue. We're going to hand it off to Devon and Shamari. Uh, I think we're in next week together again, so looking forward to that. If not, Kyle, then, uh, you know, tell the bosses you want the morning off. Oh, I'm I'm telling them.
5: I enjoyed today, (laughs) and I'm letting them know.
3: (laughs) For Brian and Cam, Devon and Shamari next. Keep it here on 95.7 The Game.